Hey, you. Psst, psst. Yeah, you. Have you ever wanted to know the do's and don'ts of dating? Are you looking to make that career move and you're not sure how? Or are you just simply trying to spice things up in the bedroom? Well, I've got the answers and more. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Chicas Project Podcast with your host, Abigail Amengual. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Chicas Project Podcast. I am your host, Abigail Amengual. My co-host, Ming, is away on to Georgia, but that's all right, because today we have a special guest. I'm very excited to introduce Vanessa. Hey, Vanessa, what's going on? Girlie, thanks for having me. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm so excited to chat with you. For those who don't know Vanessa, Vanessa is someone that I actually, I don't know if you remember, Vanessa, but I actually met you because we both used to compete for the Miss New Jersey pageant. Yeah. And that was a long time ago. But since then, I've followed Vanessa, and she is a social media strategist, influencer, and host. And we are going to talk about social media branding and what is social media branding, what, why it benefits you and your business, um, and why you need it, basically. So uh, tell us about yourself, Vanessa. It will be my pleasure. So... Chica, yeah, I mean, beauty pageants, wow, throwback. Okay, <laughs> so, I mean, pretty much I've always been from a very young age, very intrigued with media and, you know, entertainment, all the things. I went to school for public relations. Um, I always felt like in the moment that I wanted to make that switch into journalism, I was like at my final credit. So it's like, we'll just stick to this and I'll just do all the all things media outside of there. Um, I, I navigated into retail sales. Honestly, I, I was in sales for a really long time. I used to work at the mall, like any girl in college would. And around that time, I worked for a lot of very fashion forward companies and I was always dressed pretty well. I mean, you can say pretty fashion forward and it led me to start my blog. So necessary.com and that launched in like 2013, 2014. And I think from there, I just became not knowing what I was doing. This is around a time when we weren't speaking content or branding or all these words that we use today were not part of the language back then. I just knew that I wanted to be a talk show host and that I liked beauty and fashion. And so I took the YouTube route and the blogger route. And before there were really influencers and, and in time, I was just consistent and I started to grow a community, um, a lot of networking in person that led, you know, to a great landing base, which was my Instagram at the time. And I mean, from then now we fast forward maybe eight years later and I'm a full-time entrepreneur. I'm a social media strategist, influencer, and talk show host, like you mentioned, and I've built a brand and a name for myself. Um, and now I help people do the same. That's amazing. Oh, my God. And I, I can actually say from witnessing you from when I met you years ago, you really have grown your your social media's pages have grown your you could tell from when you started, I was actually like doing a little, you know, I had to do research on you because I was like, I'm bringing my girl on I got to know what I'm talking about. And from the beginning videos beginning reels to now like you can just see the growth and the development and it's really beautiful. I'm super proud of you. And that's kind of why I wanted to bring you on because I'm somebody who I found my calling kind of late in life. I was graduating and one of my last classes was this podcast and that's how this podcast was born. 
but what started out as a school project turned out to like hey i really like this and people are paying attention and people are giving me so i really um obviously this logo like you see in the background is like canvas and like really quick it was for school but like i have plans um you know my blog is coming out this summer my my website my my new look for the for the social for the chicas project podcast and i was like i need to really work on my branding and stuff so i figured i need to know what this girl does and i'm sure so many people want to know what to do so why don't you tell for those people that don't know probably who maybe not maybe older than us or just people who don't really use social media what is social media branding yeah that's actually those are my favorite people to speak to because i feel like a lot of people confuse you know even even coming into the industry it's like public relations and marketing people kind of confuse it right it's like you need to build a foundation right there you could you could do ads right people talk about ads and ads and it's like where you really generate leads isn't is through ads and it's true like you ads is a great way to get your business out there but once you get your business out there what are we navigating back to what does it look like so branding is really just the look and feel um the story the story i always talk about building stories i like to say that you know i'm i'm a great storyteller is the story towards the brand there's so many times that i meet people and they're like okay like i'm i'm selling t-shirts it's like friend anyone could sell t-shirts like what makes your t-shirt special like is it the quotes because you know it was something in, in, in your core memory, something that you lived, like what is gonna be relatable? What is the story so that the consumer is like, okay, I'm, I'm really intrigued. Like I'm really intrigued by this brand. I'm gonna support it. I'm gonna stick with it. Like there's so many brands that have been doing this for ages and ages and they're brands that we don't even have to think about the targets, the Pepsis of the world. Like they have created stories um, and they've built so much off of their story throughout seasons and holidays, you know, families bringing things together. It's like, we already know what to expect. Doritos during the Super Bowl, like they're going to be funny commercials. That's just a part of their brand. You already know what to expect, but it's because they've built a story and they've built a foundation and they've been consistent in their storytelling. And they literally just show up all the time that you don't even have to think about it anymore. And in order to become one of those brands like a Target, right, when you need a solution, you go to Target and you know you're going to write that inside joke where like you go to Target for one thing and you spent $300 like, yeah, because it, it's the kind of place that makes you want to do that. It's the kind and it's it's a joke, but that joke is building more brand awareness for Target every single day. So how are you creating conversations that are going to build awareness into people thinking about you and your business or or your brand or your product or your service every single day. So you can go ahead and, and, and sell things, but it's like, why? And that's what branding is. It's like, what's your why? You kind of answered my next question, which was what's the purpose of social media branding, but you kind of answered that. It's to get people to know, well, hey, why everyone sells shirts? What makes your shirt so damn special? Yeah, it's it's your why, it's your story. And too many times people take that for granted. And, and the most important, part about building a brand now is that people feel like whatever you think is the silliest thing that you're like nobody's going to care about this that's exactly what you should be talking about that is exactly what you should be talking about because that's the one there's one person out there that can identify with that and that'll be the person to spread the word okay now how did you get into 
so like what made you wake up one day and say you know what let me get into social media branding like what what did you do for vanessa so for those who don't know so she does have a blog so necessary but it's so necessary it's nessa for vanessa so we're gonna link that in later so what made you like you did you had no idea about social media or did you already know or did you how did you learn for yourself before teaching others um so that's just it it's like i don't think i knew what i was doing um until i i just kept doing it it was like a hobby for me right building my blog and i was just following my dreams i wanted to be a talk show host like i i, I liked working marketing i was just doing things i didn't know what i was doing and in time like when i truly found my purpose um, it's like, okay, like I've been doing this all along. I just didn't realize it was a thing. It's just something that I really enjoyed doing. I always liked creating content. I, I liked very aesthetically pleasing things, pictures and, and all of the sort. And I saw how I built my own brand. And then pretty much when I got into um, network marketing and I started building a larger organization, I knew it was very important for me. Like I didn't want these people that were a part of my organization like, yeah, I'm on her, I'm a part of her team or part of her organization, but then your, your online presence doesn't reflect that you're someone that's sitting on that table. So it was super important for me that, you know, my organization reflected that all throughout. And when I started doing this for like multiple people, and then even prior to that, just like small gigs, I, re I remember being a receptionist at a hair salon that had just opened up. They, they had nothing, no, no social media at all. And like, people didn't even know they existed. So we were just figuring out the basis of marketing google adsense and things like that and people were showing up to the salon and i would ask them like how'd you find us instagram and who was running the instagram me like all these things creating these these videos and these stories and in the salon like people were like we don't like why are you doing all of this but it's like this is why how we're getting customers through the door it's like like where's my commission we're building brand girl at that time i was i didn't even i should have I was just a receptionist at a damn air salon and these people were getting business and I'm like, okay, this is fun. That's the thing with my business is like, sometimes I even have challenges like in my business and like being a business owner, because it's just so much fun. It's not even fair, but there's people out there that like genuinely do not know how to do this at all. Like they don't. And for me, it's literally just become second nature. And it's just been a lot of my own learning, a lot of my own finding, a lot of me building so necessary and like Vanessa Contreras and positioning myself to get the things that I want. So I guess I kind of just stumbled upon it. And then when I started picking up clients, it's like, okay, like every client that you go getting, you're like, wow, you are good at this. Like, let's just take it and, and run. That's amazing. So what would you I, I'm not sure which question to ask first. I'm going to ask this one first, which social media platforms are the most necessary for branding, which which social medias are in and which are not really like, for example, I mean, this is I don't know how accurate this is, but me personally, me personally, I have made an Instagram for the podcast. I made a Facebook page. I haven't made a Twitter. I don't like Twitter. I made it when I was in high school, but I barely used it. And I I uh, what's the word disactivated it. I don't like Twitter. I still don't like Twitter. Um, a few uh, I had an internship in college. I had to you know, he said it to, he, he said it to me. I the last one of my the last uh, the social media platform I use the least is Twitter. So I barely had to update the Twitter. I, I can't stand Twitter. It's just boring to me. However, 
I understand it's very, very popular and everyone tweets. So what are the social media platforms that are the most necessary to get your social media branding popping? That is, um, that is so honestly, it sounds like it's an easy question, but it's not an easy question because you can't like pick and choose. It's almost like you have to figure out what works for you and be consistent in those platforms. What I will say is definitely necessary is having two spaces. And that's one where, you know, your search engine optimization. Is, so like more of a, a long form content space and then a shorter form content space. And I'll get into what that is. So something like this, like a podcast, a blog, a website, um, something where you can even capture emails is like super important. Like what people would consider like an old school sort of you need to have a landing page. I need to be able to go on Google and anywhere and search you. And right away, like I'll, I'll, um, from you using your keywords and things like that, it'll lead me to your blog. It'll lead me to your podcast places that we love, like an Instagram. You, I can't just search like, you know, Instagram is all pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Or it, it's just not as search engine optimizing as a blog or a YouTube, for instance, right? Like YouTube is a great space to still be. Um, a website is a great place to be, right? You want to be able to have those landing pages and include every other social media platform. I need to be able to find you is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. So that's what a podcast and a website and something like YouTube will do for you. Now for your everyday, your quick, your Gen Zers, like the people that can't don't have an attention span more than 25 seconds. Yes, an Instagram, a TikTok. And even with a Twitter, I myself, especially that this is what I do and I should be navigating in all spaces. It's not like what's the most necessary. It's like, where do you want to host the conversation? Like who is your audience, right? If you're the type of person that's big on text, right? There's a lot of, you're, you're posting longer blog posts. You're trying to get, you know, maybe like cer certain coverage, you're trying to really host conversations. Then yeah, that's when you would navigate into something like a, like a Twitter, right? But Instagram is, Instagram is my favorite. I'm an Instagram person. I love uh, your Instagram. Thank you. I I'm obsessed love, with I love Instagram so much. Um, I started navigating into TikTok recently. Um, but it's, like, I love TikTok too. Who do you like? Who do you want to speak to? Like, if you're, you know, a street style clothing brand and you are, you know, trying to speak to teenagers, then TikTok, you have to be there. Like, that's where you have to be. Instagram, like, it depends on what you're doing. But I will say this it's like, as a brand, do I ever want to limit my exposure? Because just because I'm not a Twitterer, my ideal customer might be. And by me not liking Twitter, I might be missing out on that one client that could like blow up my business. So what you're saying is I have to reactivate my Twitter account. <laughs> what I'm saying is, is I recently did it. And I mean, like, you know, oh, you, you did. You deactivated it, too. I didn't deactivate it. I just didn't oh. tweet. I just didn't tweet. And I'll think about it because I really can't stand Twitter. You know what it is? It was I don't know about you in high school. I think you're like a year older than me. I, it was, it was always in high school, people used Twitter to do, what was it called? Indirect, like shut, what was, what was the word I'm looking for? Indirect tweets, indirect snub. Oh, oh like subliminal. Like, yes, that's yeah, the word. Subliminal. So message. it was just like left a bad taste in my mouth, but all right. I, <laughs> okay, just, babe, we'll get, we'll get past this trauma. I'm yeah. <laughs> all right. So there is no, 
this like I was I was expecting you to say like Facebook is like for older so every social media platform is necessary which yeah, is great. like if we had to like kind because of put one on the back burner I would probably it's just you can't because Facebook ads is just such a big deal like mm -hmm. I know for me like luckily Instagram and Facebook are the same family tree so like everything kind of connects but in the moment that I have to like really dive into ads like you just have to be everywhere like especially as a small business it's like, why would you limit your reach? Like until you're a Pepsi where like I'm walking down the street and I see that little red and blue symbol and it's like, I know who you are. Like, no, like you should try your best to be everywhere. What are the best tools for social media? Um, video is super important. Video is super important. Um, pictures are truly not enough anymore. So some of the apps that I love to use. There's an app called InShot, which I find is like such a user-friendly, easy way to edit um, videos. Tezza is a really, really good one. Um, Tezza I use for like presets um, so that my pictures are all kind of like aligned and have the same like feel and aesthetic. Um, is, I'm sorry to cut you off. Is Tezza like, I don't know if you know, plan only? No, so Tezza doesn't, Planoli is really good too if you wanna see your, I'm actually working on a client's Planoli now. Um, I, Tezza's more just like for presets. It's just, it's just for colors and like editing and things like that. And you can also bring video into there and like add certain like antique and vintage looks and things to it. It's just a really good app for presets. Um, let's see, Canva is phenomenal, me and Canva, me and Canva are. I love Canva, but I also don't love this anymore. I'm over this. Actually, this green screen is brand new. I've only used it for like three episodes. Ming made this, my co-host, but the actual logo I made, I'm, I'm over it. I just needed it for a school project and I want to rebrand it. Hence why we're, we're talking about branding. Yeah, yeah. And there, like, there will always TV. be moments of that, right? Like I feel like a rebrand, it's, it's, it just happened. It happens. Like even for myself, I'm currently like going through a rebrand. Like I'm changing my logo. I'm changing my website. I'm changing all these things just because my brand is growing. Like it started off as a fashion blog and now it's a, turning into a creative agency. And then at the same time, I'm still, I'm still growing. Talent. Yeah. I'm still, so I'm, I'm separating myself. Like I'm not just a blogger influencer. Like you can also host, I can, I can moderate panels. I could host podcast episodes. Like I'm also talent. And then it's also separating the creative studio because now I have a team and I have a videographer and a photographer that I manage. So making sure that it, it there's just so necessary has become so much more. Um, so it's I become so necessary. Yeah, it is. It is. See the play on words. I love no, but I love it because it's your like I, I try I, I thought about that with my name. I'm like, you can't with my name is just my name is just my parents really played me with my name. But um, so so you you talked about Tezza, you talked about Canvas, which I use Canvas. I love Canvas. You talked about in shot, in shot. Which is a really good one. Um, and then there's also an app that I like to use that's called Mojo. It just makes like your stories more interesting. Um, so that'll be something that's really good for you. M O J O. I need to get sponsored by all of these apps. <laughs> by the way, we're working on that. Um, um, what, what app do you use to make your reels? Because your reels have that really pretty font. 
Okay, so ha ha. Okay, so word swag is another one that's really, really good. So I use word swag for the covers of all of my um, videos now. See, see, that's like a new one that I'm being consistent with. I'm glad you caught it. And word swag, you can also use it. I get really tired of like the Instagram fonts. So on word swag, you could use their fonts and you can put it onto your content with like a transparent background and you just put it as an overlay and there's a whole course coming on like creating content and making it look aesthetically pleasing. So look out for that. So you shared some apps with us. Um, how can one get started? So like me personally, I know you're a business owner, but me personally, I'm not really a business owner per se. More I'm promoting my podcast, my blog, my want to start my, my YouTube channel, my blogging. How does one get started? Do you sit there and plan your content? Like, how does one get started with social media branding? How does one um, also your pictures? How do you, you know, explain that to us? Because someone from like me, I'm someone who has so many ideas. But my problem is I'm, I get overwhelmed and I don't know where to start. Right. So. First and foremost, you're your business. Like a personal brand is a business. Like you, you are a business. It took me a yes, little bit. Yes, queen. You are, babe. Like it, it took me a little bit to like really grasp that. It wasn't until um, like I, I knew it where someone was asking me to like interview them. And it's like, this is going to take time. I have to edit this. Like this is a business, like talk show hosts, hosting these conversations. Like you are a business, but it's like, in your business and it's hard to see it right because you're not providing a service and you don't necessarily have a product you're the product and what does this product offer and what conversations does this product have right so when people think of abby it's like where should they be thinking like i should be thinking relationship i should be thinking you know uh pop culture i should be thinking my go-to girl like so what does this go-to girl talk about and that's where people really need to start is like when i'm brushing my teeth right consumer here i am random person consumer and i think of something random like what am i thinking about that connects me to your brand like why why am i thinking about you and it's because oh yeah on instagram the other day like she was talking about infidelity like i should go check out the podcast and see if there's anything new on that because i know or i i just broke up with my boyfriend right me and my boyfriend just broke up a couple of months ago like what's going to be my go to who's my go to source for the conversation that I need to hear right now, right? So mm -hmm. when you're just starting off, it's like, how do you want to be known? How do you want to be remembered? How do you, like, what like what do you offer? And for me, it's like, I didn't, I knew I didn't want to be a stylist, right? Like, I just loved beauty and fashion. And I just dressed well, I felt at the time. People made me feel, feel like I did, you know? But I you do like, are you, thank you. People were like, are you a, a stylist? I learned, I don't want to style people. I don't like that. I don't, then it's like, I'm doing makeup tutorials. It's like, are you a makeup artist? No, I, I feel uncomfortable in those spaces because if I, I know how to dress myself, I don't know how to dress other people. I know how to do my makeup. I don't know how to do makeup on other people that are outside of my complexion. So I can't say I'm a makeup artist. So then it, for me, it's like, I have to take a step back and it's like what do you want people to know you for Vanessa like you inspire women to go after shit that is what you do like that is my calling that is what I love like that is my purpose and I do it in these separate spaces I would like to influence you into different things that I think work for me that I feel you should try I want to influence you to see that you don't have to be afraid to like show up on social media as who you are because you do not 
need to impress everyone. You need to like really tap into a few that are going to invest in you. So then in the moment that I'm like, I'm hosting an event, I just launched a clothing line. I just launched this. I don't need quantity. I need quality. So Amen. when you start, it's like, first thing is like, you don't look at followings. I know people that have super successful businesses that don't even have a thousand followers. Um, it's not about that. They just have, I just need a couple of solid clients. I need to provide a good service and I need to be consistent. So where you start is like, what are the conversations that I want to host in this space? And that goes for anyone that's providing, that's a personal brand like you, or if you're a, a service-based business like I am, or you're a product-based business. It's like, when someone is brushing their teeth, how do I come into their mind? <laughs> how I would want you to, how, how I want you to think of me? Yeah, like what, okay. like what conversations, you know what I mean? Like what, conver again. I so this is a silly example. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, you're good. Uh, um, but like, I love, this is just a silly example, but I love when people send me DMs you know, all those fan pages of artists, a lot of people, fan pages of Selena, for example. Um, every time there's something new with Selena, I get a few people and it's people that maybe I don't even hang out with, maybe people that I went to high school with that I haven't seen in five or six years, but they'll send me, uh, the, 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 they'll share the post with me directly and be like, there's your girl. I love that people know my obsession with Selena, but that's obviously not a branding thing. But for example, um, everybody knows, and I've said this a little too proudly, if I need to find out, so I'm not, I'm single, but if I need to find out something about my man and my relationship, you better believe I find out everything. I know how to hack into Facebook. I know how to hack into Instagram. I'll drive by your house. I've driven by people's houses. I've said it on the podcast and everybody knows I'm Mrs. Detective. I'm FBI, federal bullshit investigation. It's not my, my best quality. Is that your toxic trait? No, I that's my toxic trait. I over, but the thing is, I everyone's like, oh, you overthink everything. Yeah, but I turn out nine out of ten times I'm right. But like, uh, people know that about me, so I'm like, where do I turn? Where I want them to go to the? I know everything about pop culture. I pay attention to everything. People are like, you're just obsessed with. I'm like, that's what I like. Like, who broke up with who? Who got divorced with who? Who like this? I like that. I love that. I love to entertain. Like, my my my. I went to school for media communications. I want to be a host. But do I want to cover po uh, politics? Like what's going on right now with the world, with the shootings? That's something I, I feel I want to cover. I want to discuss. I think that matters. But other than those very important breaking news events, no, I don't want to sit there discussing back and forth with, uh, about politicians and things like that. I want to do entertainment news. Yeah, and yeah. you've seen, if you watch E! News, if you watch ET, they do cover the events like the mass shootings and everything like that. I'm not, I'm not ignorant to that. I think it's important, but my passion is this. This is why I did the podcast. This is why my episodes are about infidelities, drunk texting, dating apps, all this, because this is what I like to do. And it's starting, and, and my insecurities are slowly going away because people like it. People have stopped me that have seen me at parties or baby shower. Oh my God, I listened to your apps and I'm like, oh wait, I can actually do this. I'm going to keep doing it. I'm not getting a lot of listens. I'm not getting a lot of following, but eventually if I keep going and it's the first time in my life, right? feel this is what I'm meant to do and I'm doing it and I don't feel like stopping listen boo all it takes is one all it takes is one like this is exactly it right all these things that you're like this is a silly example do you know and I know you know <laughs> Selena fans there are out there that anything Selena related they're gonna tune into so your Selena obsession could be the one episode that blows up all these little episode and i had this consultation with somebody earlier nothing is small anymore nothing mm -hmm. is small 
nothing is small. Like, oh, I don't have a, just a few listens, just a few listens. Are you ready to get the millions of listens from that one episode that's going to pop off? Like, are you, are you ready? Because in the day that we think it's too small, that's where we fuck up. We're like, oh yeah, I'm just doing this little thing. I stopped saying that. And I looked at my friends and I'm like, nothing's little and nothing's little. Because if there's one thing I learned, the thing that I least, the other day I posted something that I just thought was kind of funny. I'm like, yo, this one clip from this interview is pretty funny, right? And it's with like a small platform that I work for on YouTube. It's like this, this, this little immigration show. Number, It's not little. We help a million people like around the world. Is it my main focus? Is this really like what I want to host and base my entire brand around? No, but we did this one Earth Day episode and I'm like, yo, I this saw it. This little clip is hysteric. Like to me, it is hysterical, and I just want to share it. It has been the the most liked post I've ever had. Oh, I saw it because I mean that was just funny. I think it was unexpected, but it was it was funny. But no, you're right. You're right because a lot of people don't know. I don't know if you know Lizzo's song. She became popular. That song, uh, "Truth Hurts," yeah, became popular because of that movie on Netflix. Uh, with Gina Rodriguez. Oh, um, Brittany Snow. Oh, I loved that movie. Yeah. Well, people got- don't know. She was on the real, the daytime talk show two years before playing the song. No, not that song. Playing the other song with uh, I got my nails done, got my hair. Oh, my God, I'm blanking. But the point is, yes, she had a, a video. Not the, so there was a song. Truth Hurts came out in the movie that that went viral. That got that song to be number one. That song was about four years old. Yeah. And then but she had already been trying to be an artist. She was on the show before at the real two years before that movie uh, promoting. What was the song? Um, a, a song that she already had a video for. Uh, um, I know and she um, and she and she then released the released the single after Truth Hurts with a new video. Yeah. Yeah, but that's just so that's just it. It's like and and it even hey, and let me say this because it happened to me the other day. And, and that's why I'm starting good to- as hell. That's the song. Oh, good as hell. That's right. So good it- as hell came out on the real daytime show. She had already had a, a, a vid. If you go on YouTube, good as hell has two videos, the one back then and the one that came out a year ago where she's with cheerleaders and everything. Yeah. So she released she re-released all her singles because because of the movie. That one song went viral, and now look where look at Lizzo. She's the one of the baddest, biggest artists right now. And that and and that's my thing. It's like so sometimes even in what I do, I'm like you know, not every reel is gonna go viral. Not every picture is gonna get all the likes. Not every, but if I just keep having my conversations, right? Like my conversations, the pop culture thing, and you just zone out the people especially the people closest to you you are not my target audience anyway i've been doing this shit for years and you haven't been supporting me anyway so i don't care what you have to say like i'm doing this for the few people the quality people that are into what i'm talking about and will share it with other people of value so nothing is small you are a business <laughs> we're establishing a lot of things here tonight we are i'm loving it <laughs> Um, but yeah, nothing is small, man. And where, where to start, just start. And as you navigate through it and you get these responses, because if you don't put things out there, you don't know what people want. You're too stuck in your head and, and it's not even about you. I tell people this all the time. Like it's about you, but it's not about you. Like it's not about you. I get that. 
Like, it's not about you because at the end of the day, we're all products, we're all businesses, we're all, everything, life is a, is a transaction. And I'm speaking for my consumer. If I get too caught up in me, then like, I'm just speaking to myself and I could do that in my room on my own. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you this. So how do one, so how do I, like, what equipment do you use? How, like, tell me from day one, how do I get started? What do I need to do? Do I need to pay someone to take really good pictures? What equipment do I need? What can I do to self-start at home? Yeah, no, I think that that's, I, I made the mistake too. I, I always say that this is, done is better than perfect. If you have an iPhone, start using the front camera. The front camera gives you better quality than when you use the selfie side of it. And like a ring light. I feel like the most important thing is like, get yourself a tripod, a ring light, confidence. You can't buy it, but find it and just go for it. Like a thousand percent. I know. Um, and we can't sit too much on like things that we haven't done. Right. Like even when I hear you and you're like, oh, I found my purpose like later on in life. It's like, no, you decided on your purpose later on in life because it, it was always in you. Like even when we did beauty pageants, you thought you were just there to like win a crown or whatever but like you're branding yourself like even in that moment it's like how am i right we say how am i gonna stick out from this 130 girls how am i gonna do it right because all of them are trying you know we all world peace i don't know i want to inspire women and i don't know what is what we were talking about Yo, that was hard i always wanted to go back and i didn't i regret it because i did really like it but that was hard I was, I was at the time I, I, I was 140. Don't ask me, don't anyone listening. Don't be asking me how much I weigh now, but I was 140 and I was one of the biggest girls there. Like that, that's no joke. Yeah, that was, that was, listen, man, that was no joke. I still look back at it. Like my first year ever competing. I, I, I don't, I was first runner up. I'm like, holy how, how, right. But when I think about it, I think that I was really just myself. Like I was not trying to, you know, say the things that I thought judges wanted to hear or anything of the sort. But even in that moment, that's like, we don't know it because we weren't using the language back, back then, but it's like my brand. And when I look at pageantry now, it's like, girls have to have a little more to them. Like you really just mm -hmm. cannot be, because that's a job. Like you are going in for the, for a job and you are representing something. So honestly, where to start going back to the question that you asked me is to just, what do I want to talk about? How do I want to be seen? And I just have to go for it. And every time I'm going to produce something and it's like, okay, I did that. Maybe the lighting could be a little better. Maybe I could have moved this a little differently. Or in reality, I tell people this all the time. Don't reinvent the wheel. Do not reinvent the wheel. Do not think that you have to come up with like this innovative thing. Like, no, like find, find someone that's doing what you do. Okay. You love their lifestyle. You love the industry. You, you want to be them, I guess. Right. To so just kind of, you want to be them, but you have to add your sauce. The, this whole thing that we do in life, it's a copycat world. Just copy the right cat and add your sauce. That's what I always tell people. It's like, it's a copycat world. There's a batrillion social media strategists. And if I sit here and I'm like, oh, that my industry is so saturated. My industry is so saturated. Like I'm bilingual. I speak Spanish. My one of my favorite social media strategists is some white girl out west. We have completely different audiences. Her audiences, white, blue eyes, blonde hair. They milk cows. Me, <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> wait a minute. Because then I was about to say they like country music, but then you went and they milk cows. Come on, Eliza May, let's go get you milk. <laughs> and then there is me, right? Where you take, we're talking about the same thing 
but to different people. So everyone sits here and they're 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 like trying to figure it out. And it's like, how am I going to be different? How to find someone in your industry that has a completely different audience from you? Don't copy what they're doing exactly how they're doing it because now you're whack. You're a copycat. Add your sauce to it. And it's a wrap because every industry is saturated. The music industry is saturated, fashion saturated, podcasts are saturated. It's all saturated. But your branding and your storyline is what's going to make the difference. Um, no, I, I love the motive, the inspiration and the motivation you give me. It's you're 100% right. Um, so nothing's little anymore. So I'm going to keep saying that to myself. Even when you feel small, like truly like this is hard. Entertainment's hard. Like creating something of your own is hard but what you have to remember is like if it were easy everyone would do it absolutely I, I need to be the one to be delusional I um I I strongly recommend it's a short read and I'm not even like a a book book person but Russ are you familiar with the artist Russ um was he the one who came out with Hams handsomer um uh, yeah yeah, he has like longer hair. He has long. Yes, hair. and he's, he's on TikTok. He, he just did the remix with Caitlyn, this white girl. Yeah, exactly. So look, like Russ is a huge artist. You have, you know, you're not that familiar with him. You're like kind of familiar. He I only heard of him because of this one song on TikTok. I thought he was a TikTok person that went. No, babe, he's been no, babe, he's been out for a minute. He's an independent artist. He's actually someone that that people really admire because he's not signed to any label and has been able to do what he does. And he, he, he wrote a book and it's a really great book. It's, I don't, I forgot the title right now. Um, I think it's like a get out of your own head or like something like that, get mm -hmm. out of your own way. And one of his chapters, it's like, you have to be delusional. Like you really like, like this shit is insane. Like when, if it blows your mind, go for it. If it blows your mind, go for it because that's 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 what sets people apart like if we were average if it were easy everyone would do it and that's not the type of time that i'm on so nothing is small nothing is small so how can you social media brand even if you don't have a business like me like i know you said i have a business but well, what I mean is for people who like actually own a clothing store or a restaurant that are marketing their restaurant, their store for someone like me, where it's more self branding, where I am the brand, how can I use it to show, Hey, I'm Abigail Amangual. Listen to my podcast. Well, why should we, who the hell are you? How do I show them? Hey, I'm the shit. I'm the shit. I feel like, again, you said it earlier, right? It, dream job is e-news. I would study e-news like no tomorrow and I am e-news, right? And then even for us as talk show hosts, this is another thing that like I just, it took me a while to get here, but there's so many times you're applying to these places, right? Viacom and, and here and there and, and Universal Studios and this and that and BET and VH1 and, and e-news and all these other sources. It's like, it all falls into a pool of whateverness, right? How many times even someone like a Cardi B, right? It's like, we know what she's going to talk about. Cardi B is not going to sit here and talk to you. She could talk to you about politics, but she's not your politic person. No. Nah. Point to her for the book. Like she, you already know. So for you, it's like, you already, like, I already know. Like if pop culture, you got to pop culture me out. 
you got to Selena me out. So then when it comes around that one time of year when between Selena's birthday and when she passed away, that that's when everyone really starts to care about Selena again, right? Like, or, or Latin Heritage Month when we're admiring. There's like a couple of times a year that people are really on their Selena vibe or Halloween, right? Like there's a few mm-hmm. times a year that people are really on it. Like if people are sending you content because when they think Selena, they think you like you're that's an opportunity there, friend. Like they're really like if if partially it's like, yeah, talk about all these other pop culture things. But like my my heart is devoted to like Selena. Like I love that. So when who knows Telemundo has that that episode where they're like, we need to honor Selena. It's like, well, let's go to this person because that's a conversation that they're constantly having. The thing here is like, what's the conversation that you want to host and you have to have that conversation over and over and over and over again so like there's nothing else when people think of that one thing they think of you they think of you like i love that that's it that's it even i absolutely love that because out of everything i was expecting tonight i would have never thought of that that makes so that might if i figure that out what i want people to think of me the rest of it will play out but go ahead the rest of it will play out like a thousand percent. It's like repetition is recognition is also what I always tell people, right? Repetition is recognition. I've worked with like this doggy treat company, right? I don't have pets. I don't like none of it. I don't care for it, but like, not that I don't care for it, but it's not my forte because it's not a line of focus for me now that they are my client. But since I've become so familiar with who they are, I'm not going to stop talking to them about to all my dog mom friends, like all my any friend of mine that has a dog. But do I have a dog? Do you get it? Like, I don't have a dog, but I know this brand that's really good. So I'm going to tell everybody that has a dog. I'm going to tell everyone that has a dog. I love it. Oh, my God. Everything makes so much. I feel like I want to go tonight and just sit down and just get my because like that, like I would have never thought of that. That makes so much. You got to figure out your own identity so then people know what your identity is and like identify you with it. And journaling for people like me and you, what we do, journaling is super important. Like now journaling in the sense of self journaling, like venting every day or journaling like planning out your like explain a little bit of a little bit of both i would say like for me it's i've i've i had to switch like uh, for a long time i was a beauty and fashion blogger and now i say i'm a lifestyle blogger because i share so much of my life and where it really really came to me was um me and my ex had broken up early october my birthday is later october and people were literally asking me, like, where is he? Like, or, or I had put my 30th birthday extravaganza, my whole week, girl, I was traveling. I was here. I was there. I was everywhere. And at that, I was like, well, that's a wrap for my 30th birthday. I probably got like six DMs and not that it's a lot of DMs, but six DMs where it's like, what do you mean? It's a wrap. What did you and Hen, like, what did you and Hen do? Like, what did you and him do? Like, what do y'all care? But he was a part of the brand because I showed him off. I showed my love. I shared my lifestyle. I shared my things. Like he's a part of the story now for the last four years, he's been a part of the story. So now for me, it's like, let me sit with myself. Like, I'm not going to be like, Hey y'all, like we broke up. It's slowly obvious because he's not. That's how I found out. Everyone sees it and then it just kind of and you know what, honestly, for me as a point of reflection, but it's nobody's business. So no one should have asked you unless they were like your closest friends, your sister, your mom. That's different. But 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 it becomes their business when I put it out there because there's people that are invested in me. And even if it's six, 
those are six people that could tell six other people now it's 12 and those six other people tell another people and then it's so that's what i say it's a part of the brand so now it's not that i'm a relationship ship expert but when i'm ready to speak about it i will because i pick and choose what content i put out absolutely. there absolutely when i do what conversations do i want to host around this so that's why now you'll see a lot of healing a lot of this a lot of that a lot of like you know inspiring people in this way like i wasn't journaling before i'm journaling now and this is how it makes me feel and there's someone out there that's like i'm feeling anxious i'm feeling overwhelmed i'll try it and now that's a new conversation that starts and that's how i create a lot of my content. Like and I, I think that's what people don't know. And that's something I already knew. We post the content that we're going through. Like I've talked about my relationships. I've talked about, I've dated. I think I even confessed I've dated married men, not purposely, but I've unknowingly, and I've stayed around. I've dated. I've talked about being cheated on. I've talked about breakups and people, what people don't understand is we talk about what we're either going through currently, or we just went through. So perhaps I just went through this three months ago, but I wasn't strong enough to talk about it. And now I am, yeah. or maybe I'm going through it this week. And it's basically, we talk about it and kind, I never understood. I used to always judge Taylor Swift. Cause like, why would you give the time of day to talk about your past and your exes? But it really is healing. And it really it's is songs. good for entertainment. And it, Hey, made you money. It's in her songs and something, right. The more we talk about it, something that I recommend for you is like in your podcast, one of your topics is relationships, like a quick 15 second on an experience like that. Right. Like even sharing, like, you know, I was dating someone and I didn't know they were married. And it's like, this is how I found out like that type of thing. And then in the caption, it's like, you know, on episode 45, we talked about dating married men and not knowing. That 15 second video, whatever you're saying in that video, I'll be like, oh shit, that was me. Or maybe that was my friend. Or maybe that was something I'm like, where do I find the extended version? That's content, right? So yes. there should be a lot of content. You just talk 20, 30 seconds on, what do you guys think about this? What do you guys think about that? What do you guys think so about So you this? should plan your content. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I would not have a job. I would not have, I would not have a business. So tell us how to plan it. Oh yeah, absolutely. So again, what conversations are we hosting here? So I'm going to continue and use you at, as the Chica project example, right? Like I, well, I figured out my identity. Let's say that. Yeah. 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 And that, that takes time. So at the same time on here, we're talking all things, you know, relationships, and I'm sure there's women empowerment moments on here too. Um, I would just lay it out. Like I would also look I, I, how I start with my clients is like, what's the month? What are major holidays, right? Um, so that I can see what content makes sense where. So um, I work with an attorney, for instance, she's a family lawyer and a conversation that was super important at this time is like, there's a lot of graduations happening, right? There's a lot of, with her, she deals with a lot of um, like co-parenting things. And it's like, what things do I need to know? Something that she brought up that was really important is like, it's not about the parents, it's about the child. So we created content around that, like whatever problems you have with like your ex-partner and you both need to be in the same space at this graduation because your kid is graduating high school and college, like, and maybe you don't, you have a, an order of protection because there's like restraining orders. Like, so I sit with her because I don't know anything about family law. I'm like, what's important around graduation? What's important? And like, she'll sit there and she'll be like, you know, I have to, right now I'm dealing with this client where they need to get permission to be around their child on this date. So we're, I'm not gonna wait until the week of graduation to start talking about that. We're gonna talk about it in early May so that people that don't know that they need to go through the court before their kid's graduation on May 20th, 
that content was already out two weeks ago. We've had this conversation. So like things like that. And then back to you, it's like, okay, summer, right? Hot girl, summer, hot girl, summer, hot girl. So I would sit there and just think about all the different conversations that I could have with hot girl, like on hot girl summer. Is it even a thing? Or now everybody's like living a softer life. Like I know I'm one of those girls. Like I'm a very, now that I'm single again, I just want to do it differently because the last time I was single, I was, I was young. I was 24. And like the things I wanted at 24 and what I want at 30 are very different. So at the same time, for someone like you, conversations, your audience is between the ages of 20 and 35. You want to be able to host conversations for both of those parties. I want to party. I'm 29. I want to party. I've been single for four years and I'm trying to like eventually by 30 meet someone. So I want to, I want to party. Right. But you, and, and so how do you plan it? It's like, okay, I have these lists of conversations, like summer's approaching, it's getting warmer on verano in Nueva York type of thing. Like how, this is the list of conversations. And now I'll just look at a calendar. I'm like, you want to know what, for the first three days of this week, we're going to talk about, you know, being in dating intentionally. Right. Or yesterday I got into an argument with somebody like, I don't owe you anything. Like mm -hmm. if somebody is dating me and they decide to go above and beyond and do all these things that I didn't ask for, they go, oh, but it's common sense. If someone is spending a lot of time, I didn't ask for those things. It is not common sense to me. I didn't ask for those, and I don't owe you anything. And as a people pleaser and healing from codependency right now, as a woman, I have to like see those things and dig even deeper because we're more mature now. It's like, at a different point in time, yeah, I would have felt like, oh, this person is going out of their way, sending me flowers, buying me sneakers, doing all these things. But I need to step outside of that and realize I didn't ask for that. But the, the people pleaser in me is going to tell you things you want to hear because I feel like I owe you when I don't because I'm mm -hmm. single. So like I'm learning that. So for you, girl, you have conversations that you could on go and on go how to build a brand, how to show up on social media, conversations, conversations. I love it. Oh my God. I'm so obsessed with this episode. I can't wait. I'm definitely going to re-listen re to this episode like a few times. I feel like there's so many things and so much information that you gave us that like I would have never thought. It makes so much sense. And it's just do you. I think at the end of the day, do you find your voice. What you want people to know you for is what you should promote. Yeah, man. It's more the moral of the story. The moral of the story is that what do you want to talk about and host the conversation consistently? Because then also, too, in terms of strategies, you'll feel like, oh, I, but I talked about hot girl summer yesterday, hot girl summer yesterday. Babe, someone started starts following you two weeks after that conversation and they don't know about your hot girl summer conversation. And that might be the thing that sticks with them the most. So you can never like again, especially when we're smaller brands and we're building repetition is recognition. So just because I spoke about it on Monday, someone starts following me on Friday. They don't know about my conversation on Monday. So maybe I'll talk about it on my stories instead of on a live like I did on Monday. So that's where strategy comes into play. Got it. So let uh, let these people know what your handles are. Let them know before we wrap it up, where do they can follow you, where they can uh, find you. So hit them up with the grams. Absolutely. So they you, handle. Guys, you guys can follow me at Vanessa.Contreras TV. Um, you can also pretty soon I'm going to be doing a, a whole rebrand and a relaunch. It's coming this summer for SoNecessary.com. Um, you can hire me and my team to help you curate your strategy and help you create your content. So I not only give you the game plan, but I also give you the tools to execute it. And um, I love what I do and I love to help others and I love to serve. So 
come at me with any conversation. I'm an open book. And thank you so much for having me, Abby. Thank you so much for coming on. I thank you guys so much for listening. And like always follow us on Instagram at the Chicas Project Podcast on Facebook and now on YouTube at the Chicas Project Podcast. Uh, thank you so much. And until again, till we meet again.